Hello and welcome to Women in Post, a podcast and web series for women in post-production by Women in Post-Production. Today on the show, we'll be speaking with Lena. I've decided to learn as much as possible and to learn exactly what my my boss is doing, thinking with him and being like, oh, I think this is what we're going to do next. And if you're in that mindset, then you can have that job. Hey, Lena, thanks for joining us on the show today. If you don't mind, I thought we could start out talking about how you got involved in post-production and film in the first place. Yeah, I, uh, I studied film production in college, and I very quickly realized that uh, I was only employable in Los Angeles. <laughs> um, and so I moved uh, out here, and um, I was lucky enough to find my first sort of studio you know, corporate gig uh, with Sony um, in their worldwide creative content department. So I started my career there and from then transitioned to a couple of freelancing things and ultimately landed at a company called Trailer Park, which is a um, mainly a theatrical advertising agency. They do all kinds of uh, branded and advertising content now. Um, but I worked in their creative content department as well. So I produced um, theatrical marketing campaigns primarily. So that's press kits, trailers, uh, behind the scenes, and uh, that's still what I do uh, freelance here and there, although you know my focus has shifted almost exclusively to to regular to my um, to my tech company. Okay, so tell us about tell us about that. How did you get involved in building something like this? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I came up with the idea years ago because um, as a producer uh, or in our line of work, as I'm sure you're aware, um, so much depends on finding the right team uh, for a specific project. And especially if it's something that, you know, is not your day to day or you're going to a city that is not your own where you might not have existing connections, it, um, it, was, it is and was for me very challenging to find the right talent, the right, you know, professionals uh, to work with. And uh, in, in a lot of situations, you know, your whole career is on the line if you don't find the right people. So a lot of my anxiety came from that uh, when I was producing and so I I looked around and I saw there's a lot of like databases and job boards within our industry but nothing really that takes us from you know finding the right talent through the production or post-production process through project completion and so I pitched my uh, my friend on this who I've known since kindergarten actually uh, my friend Philip Brown and he is a software engineer in Silicon Valley. And uh, we got a drink together and talked about it. And he quit his job um, a year Are you later. Serious? And, oh, yeah. Wow. And he. <laughs> about next day, he quit his job. Oh, next day would have been very dramatic. And we should probably go with that story. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it took a year. He, we, like, we, we were on the phone, um, you know, every other day for a while. He was trying some stuff on the side. And then ultimately decided that he was going to do this full time um, and just build this the staffing and project management platform for freelancers in our industry. And I'm um, very thankful and, and humbled that he did. So that's, that's sort of how the idea came about and how, you know, it ultimately now has come together mm-hmm. um, because 
I found uh, an amazing also engineer who was who was willing to work with me um, on this. So the two of us co-founded the company, and um, now we're sort of in in private beta, which means we have our first couple hundred test users who are giving us feedback, and uh, we're about to launch um, our official beta in the, in the next month or so, which is exciting. So how is Wrangle different than maybe somebody who's experienced like freelancing on Upwork or other kind of like Fiverr, that sort of thing? Yeah, so uh, the first key difference I would note is that um, we're specific to creative industries. So um, media, you know, anyone who's a content creator. Um, that said, you know, uh, there are a ton of other job boards and directories that are also only for this industry. And I think what sets us apart is, well, a couple of things. A, we're, we're invite only. So um, you can only be admitted to the platform if uh, you've been referred by another member or you've been vetted by us. Uh, secondly, um, something that has been problematic for me in the past is that in a lot of these other websites, you have to decide whether you're a client or a freelancer, like, am I going to hire or be hired? Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but at least in my line of work, I have to do both. <laughs> you know, I have to, I am sometimes hired as a producer, a field producer, but then I also have to hire a crew, um, depending on the project. And as an editor, you might have to hire your own assistant editor, but you're also hired. As, so um, within our platform, anyone who is an approved, admitted member can both create a project and hire people into it and be hired into projects um, if that's what they've selected. Uh, another thing that we have is a feedback loop. So when you're done, when you've collaborated with a team or even just one person, at the end of the project, we will ask you, would you work with this person again, yes or no? And, uh, and we receive that feedback. And of course, you know, there's going to be people that you don't want to work with again, and that's a personal thing, and that's fine. But if we receive, you know, 90% of people, it's, you know, like, you know, 10 people out of 11 don't, uh, or nine of 10, like 9 out of 10, don't want to work with you, then that's a trend. So then we would have to consider, we might reach out and see whether you can stay within our platform. The main idea behind that being is we don't want to be excluding um, anyone, uh, but we want it to be a value to our members. So if there is a consistent trend of someone maybe not acting professionally um, or not doing the job as advertised, then we have to kind of reassess that. And, And we've decided that that's something we'll consistently do based on feedback that our members give us. And then, you know, just overall, I think our workflow is pretty unique because we do, you know, you can find your team with us. You can, you can browse all of our members. You can find someone who's right for the job. But also, once you hire them, we give you this whole host of project management tools. So you can set deadlines. You can group message your team. You get instant notifications when, you know, someone accepts your job offer or vice versa when you're offered a job. Uh, so we we are definitely similar to a lot of different sites, but I think that we found a unique way to kind of roll all of those workflows and tools in, into one hopefully helpful uh, platform. So um, 
as somebody who has been an editor and been a producer and is now doing, you know, building this website, hosting a huge platform, what does that feel like to move from one genre to another? Do you feel like you've kind of left post-production entirely? Like, have you transformed into someone new? Is that kind of like, it's a weird way of thinking about it, but it just sounds so different. What does that feel like for you? Uh, it is it is an interesting shift. I think there are a lot of similarities in, I think pr- producing is managing in, in, in a way. So uh, there's some overlap there. And then there's the obvious overlap of me still working in this industry. So a lot of the talent that I'm recruiting for a platform, I've worked with before, right, in my previous jobs. But it is, it's a fair question. And I think it's something that I had to come to terms with a little bit because when your identity is so tied up with your career as a lot of us, you know, especially those of us who chose maybe a creative medium. Um, I, I, it was a very quick answer for me, like, Oh, what do you do? You know, and I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm a producer, you know, for film marketing or for advertising or branded or whatever. Um, and when that shifted, it was a little bit more of a, it was almost harder to answer that question as you did, you know, at the beginning of this podcast, which is, um, you know, what are you, a filmmaker, entrepreneur, um, how do you see yourself? And I think that um, is a question that, you know, we don't really ask ourselves too often until there is a shift like mm-hmm. this. And uh, and I think it's, it's like scary in a way because you're not sure where you fit in anymore, but also super exciting because you get to learn an entire new field and industry. And, um, and it's sort of more and more the latter, I think, that I'm, I'm excited to be learning more. And hopefully, you know, using that knowledge to and, and bringing that to our industry and, and making other people's lives slightly um, easier, at least when it comes to, you know, scheduling workflow and, and finding the right people for a job. So um, I'm thinking of one particular website that I've used before called, what was it? Oh, Framio. Mm-hmm. Have you used that before? What is it, Framio? It's called Framio, and like you can post your project online, and people can review it. Like you're, um, you can share it with anybody, and they can leave like markers on it with comments and stuff. Do you guys do that too? So you're talking about a service, right, where you can share like a video, and then um, the client or whoever could review it and leave it like, oh, at you know, um, time code. 120 like this is the note that I have right we're not doing that yet right now our focus is not as much on um, sharing assets via our platform and then um, having like communication based around that and more about just finding a team and communicating with them but that is something that we're thinking about adding maybe down the line along with a whole host of, of other things that are sort of in the pipeline that we haven't been able to attack yet because we have a, a very very small team, um, but but yeah, I know what you mean, and I think that would be maybe an interesting thing to add down the line, which is that you know users can reference a project directly and and leave comments within that. Do you think that the way that people will use your site is more connecting with local um, local service providers, or will it be mostly remote work? I'm thinking it'll be a combination. Um, I think some people, and you know, we'll have to see where it goes, but I think some people will probably use it primarily to find new talent. Maybe if they're traveling, maybe if they don't know, you know, what film crew to hire in, in Austin, if they live in LA or vice versa. I think other people might use it as more of a project management tool, right? So 
That way they can check in. We have a favorites option. So you can have all of your favorite freelancers that you like to work with um, on one page and you can just directly book them or hold them uh, into a project. So depending on what you're using it for, I think, I think the answer to your question might, might vary, but I think overall, um, hopefully it'll be a way for people to find new creative collaborators like worldwide, right? So um, that would be the hope is that we can support that. And even if you were to travel to Berlin, you know, you could log in and set and update your location and say you're available to work there now. So when the next job blast comes through, you could find a job anywhere in the world. It's almost like a filmmaking Uber. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. So, okay, so I get that, that it's an invitation platform. Mm-hmm. How do you make connections with people all over the world to join your platform? And how many people are kind of in line to get in in the first place? Yes, both uh, amazing questions. Uh, one of, I, I'm, I've been lucky because I grew up sort of biculturally anyway. I, uh, I went to a German school in DC growing up, my whole family is German. I have a lot of international friends. Um, we were just in Africa uh, shooting a documentary uh, like two years ago. So I've been very lucky to make connections um, all around the world. And then also lucky to have those people still want to work with me and still be willing to, you know, come on something like this and then refer their extended networks to to us, which uh, is fantastic. So that would be the first way, I think. And it's just about activating those networks and their extended networks. Uh, but then also, you know, we've had a lot of applicants just because we've been on social media, we've been on uh, different Facebook groups, uh, we've been on Instagram, and we get followers and requests worldwide now, which is amazing. And I'm always super excited to see, you know, where uh, if we get a new camera operator in Istanbul or something, that always makes me extremely happy. So that's how we've been approaching our user base. And then at some point, um, we're going to open up invites as well for all of our existing users so they can refer, you know, and build out our network that way. Okay, okay. But um, right now we have about 800 people that are waiting um, that have, you know, requested an invite that we've vetted and approved, uh, either because we've worked with them in some capacity, we know someone who's worked with them in some capacity, or because they submitted work uh, that we found to be impressive. And then, and then the last layer is sort of we have to curate how many positions there are for each, um, you know, industry. So we do want to make sure that a lot of positions are covered. And so that's the last bit of consideration. But yeah, so uh, all that said, we have about 800 people right now who are uh, waiting for our official beta launch. And that's, uh, I can't wait to, I guess, throw that match, you know, and and see what happens when when people are actually filtering onto that platform. Hopefully it explodes in a good way. And I hope so. <laughs> that's all, eight hundred people is a lot of people. I mean, how do you how do you go to sleep? How do you how do you relax? <laughs> well, right now they're just sitting and waiting for me to bring them on. So right now, <laughs> so right now I'm still in that blissful period where I'm dealing with you know like one or two hundred people um, that are testing our website at any given time. Uh-huh. but not the full amount of users that we've approved that are on the website yet. So when that happens, I think there will be a lot more sleepless nights. You know, um, I'm mm-hmm. not really that up now. I, I still have many of those currently, but I think if anything, it'll definitely get harder 
to sleep when when they come aboard. But you know, I think I'm so excited by that by the concept of of having this community of of creatives and supporting these sort of creative connections as well and collaborations that um, I don't know. It's if anything, it's not like a stressful sleep sleepless night or only you know a little bit, uh, but mainly it's from you know the excitement of what this could grow into. Yeah. So you've been building it out now for about, a, did you say about a year? Yeah, we've been, well, the idea I've had, you know, I, I probably had like four years ago, my business partner went full time on it. So my, the, the engineer and co-founder, Philip Brown, he, he came on board full time two years ago. So he's been working on this for two years. And then the first couple of users we brought on um, this year this year so this next step I think is going to be uh, the most thrilling one which is to see what people think uh, when we bring them on for the first time um, and users that we don't personally know you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. say somebody wanted to follow in your footsteps you know they're thinking about launching something themselves and maybe just getting to the kind of career that the, the producer kind of career that you've had um, what kind of advice do you have for other women out there who are trying to do what you've done Let's take maybe the post-production production route first. I think in every position that I've ever had, I've just dis- like I've decided to learn as much to be as curious as possible, and to learn exactly what my my boss is doing. Right. So like, how are they how are they making that decision? How why are we moving the shot here? Um, why are they choosing this music cue? Right. Like so, all those questions. Um, I think I I was genuinely curious in, but then also that helped me in that I could make those calls ultimately, right? So I could be a little bit not ahead of my boss, but thinking with him and being like, oh, I think this is what we're going to do next. And if you're in that mindset, then you can have that job. That's the next step, right? Is like, if you can think that way. So I think that's always the first thing that I tell people is like, try to just try to see if you can make all those decisions because you're going to have to, you know, to get to the next level. Um, For the... (laughs) For starting your own company, I, I think um, that's that's a journey that I'm still very much at the beginning of, or I don't know what, the, I guess beginning is relative, but a couple of years in, I think it's just, what the, the most comforting thing that I've found is that everyone that's starting a business or turning in, you know, starting a new chapter is that everyone is equally uh, terrified and, and doesn't really know the answer to a lot of things. You're really starting at the beginning again. Um, at every single turn, right? Because um, even though I've, I've, I feel very confident in the career that I built before, this is something totally different. And you have to be pretty humble in saying, okay, I don't know anything about this. Um, so I think in, in that sense, I would say you just have to be comfortable being a beginner in, in every in every turn. Um, if you can do that and, and you know remain curious and not frustrated, and still excited about what you're starting or building, I think then that's, that's a pretty good mindset to have. I have heard that when you're starting a company, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Have you found that to be true? <laughs> I think, um, <laughs> yes and no. I think there have been a lot of times when me and my partner have looked at each other and, you know, in the beginning, you're like, oh, why has no one done this yet? Why not? You know, this is such a great, and then we would answer our own question um, because, you know, we would, we would try to figure out a problem and it seemed insurmountable or we're like, why, you know, we would run ourselves into like a dead end uh, just on the logistics side or, 
Like, yeah, we get it. This is why no one's done this yet. <laughs> this is so hard. This is so hard to figure out for an entire industry. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, you know, I've also found that when you're building something that people are interested in and um, there's a need for, and as I'm sure you found, you know, even with your podcast, certain things actually just align, which is also, you know, I think a, a valuable thing to see and learn is that if you're chasing something and people are inspired by that and um, interested enough, then they will help you and, and they can help you forge that path. So I think, yes, like a, a lot of things go wrong and, and I certainly have learned that lesson too. But then I think the, the positive that comes out of it too is that people will help you figure it out if you're clear about where you want to go, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So Elena, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Um, if our listeners are interested in um, maybe checking out Wrangle and learning more about it, where can they find you? Yeah, so they can visit our website, uh, which is Wrangle, W-R-A-N-G-L-E dot work. Uh, and they can just hit the request invite button and send us their information and we'll review it. And, you know, hopefully they they want to and, and can join our creative community. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for sharing with us. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me on and for doing what you do. I'm excited to see, see where your podcast goes. Thanks, Luna. Thanks for watching. I'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this week's episode, give us a like, leave us a question or a comment, and share with your friends. Your viewership and support helps promote women working in film. Follow us on Instagram, subscribe to us on YouTube, and join our Patreon community. Interested in being a guest or sponsor on the show? Send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. See you next week on Women in Post.